March 7, 2015, is Watt from Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Uh, not at Brother Matt's. Uh, love Grotto. The pleasure point. Instead, I'm here in my old pad. Not too far away. Still in Pedro. South is my guest. Um, uh, yeah. A friend from Brazil. We started uh, from uh, I'll Wait and pl- Pray, John Coltrane. Uh, then Sawako and uh, Dasuka. Miyatani with uh, Super No Flat, and then finally Big Mouth, the home session version, named the band. Who can't be here? They're uh, playing at the Promenade in Santa Monica. Something I hope they never build here. (laughs) (laughs) Hermosa Beach built one, and oh man. But much respect to Hermosa for voting down the uh, offshore oil a couple days ago. Uh, Yeah. Two square miles, but if there was an oil spill, it'd probably affect more than that. And th- th- those people, I think they voted it down four to one. Yeah. So, in respect to the other beach towns too, I think it was a good thing. Um. Yeah, the name the those guys came to the gig. Um, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. East Hollywood. The police came and gave the pad a ticket. <laughs> ticket yeah. For being too loud. <laughs> yeah, or I told the boss, man, I didn't know. <laughs> What can you do, right? <laughs> Turned down, but nobody, nobody really uh, put off the best. That's let, not let an option, know. for sure. And uh, somebody told me that one guy owns a bunch of those pads. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's yeah. not just one. Yeah, that's a new kind of thing. Yeah, but recently uh, I've heard that LA are very like going going after some venues to 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 hear about the noise because there are some complaints, you know, especially this kind of venue that's close to to home. Well, they're going into neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the gentr- gentrify thing. No. Yeah, here is, I mean, maybe it's, I mean, you've had some time in Sao Paulo, where they find the Moricano property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so they start buying it up. Yeah. And it's called gentrify, like change yeah, to another kind of uh, neighborhood. Yeah. But we, it's kind of lame for the people. Yeah, we had. Who live there. Yeah, yeah. We, we had an. It's Highland, in, uh, Highland Park, I hear right now. Yeah, yeah. And we had the same in Sao Paulo. It's still happening there. We used to have this this place we call Consolado. It's, right, it's, right. Yeah, it's where the same place the, where. Uh, 
where we recorded this home session. Right. And uh, it's pretty much the same. It's like a house pad, but um, used to throw parties and uh, host a lot of bands that were touring through through Sao Paulo and and and, and passing by. And uh, and of we course, could there after yeah. The so we, we we eventually have to had to stop and had to like control the noise and and and, and stop the parties by 10 p.m. You know to. But eventually, the, the neighbors started to, to show up because they pretty much enjoyed the music, enjoyed the, the, the style of music that we were playing. Oh, right. So it became cool. So it's, I guess it's pretty much what's happening like in Echo Park, Villa, and Silver Lake, and Highland and Park. All, Highland Park and all I heard neighbors. it was this yeah. one coffee shop. This guy opened up a coffee shop, and all of a sudden they looked and they said, oh, this neighborhood's changing. So let's put the money in. Yeah, from a coffee shop. Not even a, you know, our fucks thing, just some yeah. guy's little thing. And their little radars went up because uh, I just played with the um, Oslo Motley guys. Mm -hmm. And some of them lived around there. And they said, yeah, just overnight, yeah. all of a sudden the big money came in yeah. and they started buying up all the pads. And yeah, and this is amazing, right? How an artist movement or how a music movement or... Well, that's a, what they follow. A creativity movement it started right. to change the entire neighborhood, you know? It's something but that... But then what happens happening. is then they sterilize the thing that they liked yeah. in the first place. Yeah, it became like... <laughs> it became... The first time I really saw that heavy was in San Francisco in the Mission. You know, where all the clubs were and all this stuff and they liked you know this creative yeah. area and stuff and so they go in there buy everything up and put in these uh, noise laws and yeah no more yeah <laughs> no more of the stuff that made it special in the first place yeah it's a trip so it was the first time in that pad I don't know it's not really built for music I mean I think it used to be a garage or something yeah or some industrial thing yeah yeah because uh, the sound was like brutal yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. like a bowling alley you know <laughs> and uh but we had fun uh uh And actually, I ain't played in Hollywood in a while. The gigs kind of there disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, they turned yeah. into this kind of pay-to-play like the night before at the Whiskey. Yeah. I hadn't been to the Whiskey and... Yeah, the venues at Sunset are most most like this. And I, uh, and and yeah. It's and hard to play there. In but in the old days, if you were a punk band, the Whiskey was the place to play. <laughs> yeah. It's trippy how things go through the fucking cycles. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, tell me something about the name the band guy. Band. Yeah, we just released a, uh, a new single this week that you oh yeah you, last that week you played. play yeah the cotton candy cotton candy and uh, it's, it's uh, yeah it's been a very good response from the from the crowd no but let's uh, let's talk about their beginnings oh yeah uh, they started like in the end of 2012 it's all all became with uh, in Sao Paulo yeah all began with uh, Zé the lead singer. Uh, he had this project in mind, but he didn't. He didn't have a band, so he ended up. Was like, it his first band? Yeah, no, actually, he he ran to play in a punk rock band called Holy Tree. Holy They Tree. ended up doing a, a small tour here in the U.S. They were very like popular in Brazil, like very like straight punk rock yeah. band, hardcore. Yeah, and uh, he was the drummer. Okay. And uh, he drummer played, turns in the singer. That's happened a bunch. Yeah, he, and and he played drums for a lot of artists in Brazil. Who did that? Maybe the, the Aerosmith guy, right? He was a drummer and then turned into singer. Yeah, and, and of What's course, Dave Grohl and... Uh, <laughs> right, Potter. Dave Grohl. Yeah, some other right. drummers. Steve that Tyler, that's Steve the Steve Tyler, right? yeah. Right. And then I know one case the other way. Boris Atsua, he went from singer to drummer. Oh, yeah? But usually it's drummer to singer. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, what, a side mouse guy for other bands? Yeah. And, drums? Yeah, and okay. uh, after after the, this first uh, band of him, like... 
just ended up. So uh, he had this project, like an indie rock project. It's way different from what he was playing. And uh, he was looking for a band, and he accidentally met Gabriel to guitar player. What he's like writing songs for something? Yeah, he had on all his the own. songs. All yeah. the, all the first album he has done, yeah. he he recorded by himself all the instruments. He produced wow. it. He mixed it. His everything uh, at in, in São Paulo at Nimbus Studio with Paulo, and uh, and then uh, he found Gabriel like auditioning for a, a commercial shooting. You know, something like he ne they Wait, needed like, some like punk rock guys to. Without the camera, yeah, yeah, to show up on a commercial and stuff. Okay, yeah. And uh, he was auditioning, and Gabriel was like right inside of him, and they started to talk about music, about stuff, and he said, "Oh, well, they're like actors." Yeah, I have like, yeah, no, yeah, you know, like uh, extra, yeah, like extra, we call, yeah, we call it extra, yeah. yeah, some small jobs, and then. Uh, so you play? Yeah, I play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come let's, on yeah, let's I got a fucking so. album done. I need some dude to help. Yeah, and, and Gabriel was to live with me and at. At Consolado, this yeah. had and uh, uh, the drummer uh, Beto used to live with us. So he pretty much said, well, I have a drummer. He's li he lives with me. Uh, they both used to, to to play in a band, in a hardcore band. It's called. It was called Hardinejo Setacor. Because he didn't want to drum anymore. So I know a drummer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. So all they needed was a bass player. So they went to bass. Yeah. So they went to the uh, Baixo, right? Baixo, yeah. <laughs> they went to a studio, uh, the Nimbus studio where Zé recorded the songs. Yeah. And uh, the guy that was helping him uh, on the on the console, engineer. Yeah, he he is a bass player. Okay. And uh, Vini. So Vini. The, he joined the, the 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 first rehearsals of the band. Yeah. And then the band was what we built okay up, so, so he picked up the engineer that was yeah, the yeah so yeah so wow. it's pretty much what he re he went and re-recorded all the songs with the band no he ended up we, we released the album and then uh, oh. they started to tour together because it took a while for them to like you know behave like a band and it's like I don't know a couple of months together to, to start touring and start doing songs sure and uh, we decided to, to release the album because right after that they played Lollapal Lollapalooza in Brazil the festival yeah so they had this massive gear like right after forming the band so they didn't have time to, to record the whole thing okay. so they pretty much like started off like but that's what they were playing they were playing them tunes yeah yeah and then, and then after we did a lot of like this kind of home sessions at home, at, at our place sure. and uh, and uh, the new videos and the flash food single that we we released it when we came here uh, the last year yeah and then now Cotton Candy the second second tune of the band as named the band right right uh, yeah it's a trip yeah because how long in Brazil before they came here. Uh, from the end of 2012 until mid 2014, like a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. And then they decide. Here, let's hear some music. Yeah.
this is a cup of Joe, which is a uh, an idiom meaning cup of coffee. Silly poem. Cup of Joe. Do you know truck stop Joe dropped his load in KCMO? Oh, oh, truck stop Joe longs for his boat in Sausalito. Truck stop Joe twitches across America in the back of a truck. When he gets to California, he really wants to find a girl who wants to go. They just show him their bellies and read the tarot. What for Pedro Show? Uh, we heard uh, Tobacco, Mr. Tom with uh, Father Sister Berserker, Bit from Boris, and then uh, Charlie Plymouth doing Cup of Joe. Uh, t- tell me about the, the scene that they came out of. What's it like in Sao Paulo? Yeah, uh, the scene in Sao Paulo, it's, it's, it's the biggest, a big town. Yeah, it's the biggest scene in Brazil. And it's, okay. Uh, yeah. It's, it's one of the far. biggest towns in the world, probably. Yeah, if it you is. count the people. It is one of the top ten, like, and, and people, I guess, in the economy as well. I heard they're, they're rationing water. Yeah, they... Like, they, tu- they turn the tap they, off. Yeah, they are very in a, in, in a very serious... It's a drought. drought. Yeah. Like, we're in a drought here in Cali. Yeah, but, but it's nothing. way <laughs> worse yeah. than that, because it, they... They were delayed on their response to to the drought. You know, okay. it's it's way different the, the the way like California is dealing with it, and the way like São Paulo is. You still got with lawns. It. Why do you have lawns in Southern California? It's a desert. Uh, you don't grow. Yeah. Okay, a couple golf courses, yeah, but, but not everybody with lawns. Yeah, but imagine <laughs> the thing. Can you imagine how much water we have in, in São Paulo and in Brazil? Oh yeah. And we're in a the thought. Amazon. <laughs> how we're responsible it is. You know, in a perspective that that. Non, no one on the government was doing something, yeah. you know, in the, in the long term. Because you guys have massive main, uh, rainforest. Yeah, yeah. Not only the rainforest, but all the, Big the ass nature, rivers all the and, natural yeah. reserves we have, yeah. you know, all, all over the country. So it's it's mind blowing how irresponsible and how I don't know how how bad how suck Managed. they are, you know, to manage the this, the, 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 this issue. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, with the Olympics, there was some. Kind of trippy management. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what's going to happen in Olympics next year. Right. But uh, but yeah, the, the São Paulo is this huge, huge, huge city, and uh, it's a f- it's it's. So they got a lot of scenes. Yeah, music scenes. Yeah, they have they have some scenes over there, and uh, but of course, uh, outside São Paulo, it's it's kind of tough to play. It's kind of yeah. tough to have a tour, and uh, even though we're like hitting the road and and and, and, and finding and, and digging some venues to play. Uh, after the six months of the band, we started to this plan to come to 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 US. LA, okay. to US because uh, we sent that. You thought of Los Angeles? Yeah, we we thought that we might have a, an opportunity here. Not only because they sing in English, but uh, the, the market here is so more. It's way more professional and way more. The, uh, people here embrace better. More open. Yeah, more open to the alternative rock and 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 not only this, but uh, the the. Different music, you know, like yeah. But what about into for example, Ramones? Mm-hmm. I think their biggest audience was Brazil. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you're one saying like biggest. just one band? Yeah, because it's, it's hard not for, over a whole scene. Yeah, for a new band, for an independent yeah. band, for a for a band that played their own songs. Yeah, it's very hard, you know, to to start off a career or to start off like some history down okay. there. You know, it's. You have to work a lot, 
and uh, not that that we didn't want to work, but it's pretty much like we sensed that there was an opportunity here to you know to develop us as not only as musicians but as professionals, you know, as 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 people uh, in inside the scene. So and 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 back there, we we already had like a, like a team of friends, a very like professional team of friends working with us, like. Uh, like Breno is, is help, was helping off with production, and uh, Andreas was our engineer, and uh, we have uh, eventually uh, Bia, our lovely lawyer, that uh, became like uh, my my wife, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and is helping us. So uh, we had this this group of people helping not only the band but all the bands that we are playing together. Yeah, see. You know, to really empower us as professional, not not only as musicians. So I guess that's what. Uh, made us confident to come here and, 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 and you know play like as as in a Californian band or something. Okay, because I, yeah, I heard about touring in the north is difficult. Yeah, and there's some distances. <laughs> yeah, the distance the distance kill. But uh, yeah, but the north and artists you know, yeah. are is very good. You know? Right, right. Yeah, but they have some pretty good and talented acts over there. Right, right. But it's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to mix and match all the cities and all the dates. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's it's worth it's worth trying, it's worth doing. You know. That's Did you guys here, here? Let's hear a little more music. All right. I want you to come to my door with your skirt raised and your pussy showing. I want to smell you as you enter the room.
to Joey's Two mothers One is far more attentive and nurturing Than the other
Fox for Pedro Show. Um, we heard stuff I forgot to play last week. Urinals, Bring Me Joy. Uh, Spiel Gusher, Raised and Showing. Two Joys, Howie Reeve, Up Against the Wall, Gigi Allen, The Jabbers. Black Pitch from Deer Hoof. Uh, Buddy Rich, Sopco Laswell, Brigden. And finally, Shut Your Trap, Urinals. They were the guests last uh, week on the show. Uh, Urinals were a huge band for Minutemen. Uh, we're talking about scenes and stuff. Mm. These guys, uh, what do you call it? They're like inspiring inspiration. It was huge for our band. Uh, off air uh, people, uh, I was asking Jonathan about um, touring around the neighboring countries, but he said it's still a, it's a haul to go get around to all the towns and uh, countries. The geography down there is pretty wild. Yeah, and uh, yeah. It, it ain't like the U.S. with freeways. Yeah, everywhere. yeah, no, it uh, yeah it costs uh, like way more than than touring here in U.S. Unfortunately, yeah. of course, there's a lot of a lot of friends in in South America and a lot of very talented bands. And well, well, when you were younger, and now, can you compare as things changed? Like more and more is happening down there. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. And I, I I do believe the internet and the internet things helped a lot uh, the bands to, to spread their music and yeah. to, to reach different audiences. And, but they're uh, still in like a circuit. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's still not like here, you know. Yeah. It's not like you can manage to have like a gig a week or two gigs a week or three gigs a week. Down, down there, you have to struggle to have like a gig like a month. Or if you put together a tour. Yeah, to put together a tour. So, but it's 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 getting better. It's okay. getting better. Yeah, I, I, I believe in the. Because my dream is always there's this thing called the Pan America Highway. Yeah. And I don't know, I know it don't go through all the countries, but it goes through a bunch. And me and D Boone, our dream was always to do a tour on this road. Yeah. And do a real American tour, which yeah, means it's South, be Central, amazing. and North. Yeah, yeah. You know, and one day, I know it's going to happen. One day we'll all be able to play. On the whole, all three, whatever they call continents, subcontinents. Yeah, whatever. this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, of course, it's not like the U.S. just bringing their thing. It's like no, there's scenes, and they all support each other. Yeah, because actually, that's what happened here too. You know, it wasn't like New York City ran the whole deal, or yeah, San yeah, Francisco, yeah. or even Los Angeles. They all all the scenes had to come together to make it a, a touring circuit, mm-hmm. and. I have hope that, that that's what's going to happen down there, too. Uh, yeah. So you guys, well, you just said we can't wait for that to develop, so let's just go to the U.S. and try our luck there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a way, that's balls out. Yeah. It right? Because uh, do you know a lot of cats back home that did that? Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of bands try the same way or at least uh, something similar, but uh, they usually ended up like doing for for a week or two or maybe a month, and we decided to come for good, or at least as much time as we get from uh, our working visa. Jesus. So that's why we took like a year to come, you know, because half of the time was just a visa process to get the wow. proper visa, you know, the people sure, sure. As a musician, to be here like legally, yeah. and to be able to tour and to play around, so uh, we are uh, now. I guess we are the only like Brazilian band with the working visa here, like doing a like working a proper tour. So, damn, we 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 only spend, band. Yeah, we spend like some 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 good time and some some hard work to to make it like as much professional as as we could, you know. Sure, to, sure. To really like improve our career, and then of course come back, and then come come here again. 
so and, and keep the flow going man as yeah. we see here uh yeah. balls like church bells yeah uh, march 7 2015 edition off beetle show old time for hour two March 7, 2015 is the second hour of the What From Pedro Show.
Marcinho e o Rodrigues, a Dorival Caime O creme não é o crime, é o CLA, o time Passando por eles, Regina, Orlando Silva de Coreia Do vinil pra MP, se é só coisa fina Vê se assimila, é alma, dono no beat Lupe no repeat, se tocar no City Dani Hathaway, a Robert Blasper Quem não toca sampleia, faz a mix e master Sem teclado, sem corda, sem sopro Sem palheta, sem madeira, com swing Tipo Tonho Croco, nação zumbi É importante pra mim, assim como Coltrane, Jobim, Debussy Partido da ciência, essa é a referência Música, roda o mundo e chega na minha querência Sul do Brasil, depois dos anos 2000 Digo aos desocupados, vão Minha visão e cria o seu quadro Deleite pra audição, agulha no disco mofado Itinera entre quem sai grime Dorival Caymmi, beatbox, nego Jimmy Fanbox, anime Eletro, endorfina, fly, atmosfera, lo-fi 108 bits, velho Sam Ra Lembra a origem, abatucado os orixás A essência de lavanda, a vinda de Aruanda Harmonicamente, swing, flow e letra Sem treta, é sound system, basconha na terça Habilidade requerida de quem sonha alto A voz do morro, do Zequete avisando o asfalto Analógico, antigo de MPC no grito Liga o Djalma, 16 pads, skills Madruga conduz igual malabares Momo King, respeita os arquitetos, os pilares da arte Talvez você nunca Don't leave the door. 
the door unlocked Toda esta 
second hour started off with uh, oh yeah Jonathan's brought this music okay so we got yeah. In Between the Lines by Name the Band uh, you gotta tell us something about this shit eight, eight, really good I like it yeah big time Eight Eight, eight, uh, eight Angel Gar by uh, Monique Mayon yeah Monique Mayon it's pretty much it's uh, I don't know let's say it's a M- when Amy Winehouse meets Billie Holiday She's a very talented singer. Yeah, she's living in Venice okay. uh, for a year and a half. But our Venice? Or yeah, yeah, Venice <laughs> Beach. Yeah, <laughs> our Venice. And uh, she's about to, to... You know, Abby Kennedy built it to like look like it. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Yeah, they had yeah. to fill them in, though, because all uh, these rats and yeah, shit. Yeah, I was at the canals. It's very beautiful. That's yeah. a, actually right what's called Abbott Kennedy Boulevard now. It used to be called Washington. There was like three Washingtons. It was so yeah. confusing. Oh, yeah. But Radio Tokyo was there. That's where we did double nickels on the dime. Awesome. 
Yeah, Ethan James. Yeah, yeah, so it's, a, it's a great neighborhood. Yeah, and uh, she's, she's living, living in Venice now. And, uh, yeah, so she, what she's doing the same thing you guys are. Uh, yeah, and and now she's she's preparing her new show. It's uh, the smallest stage on earth. It's pretty much like a moving stage, the smallest stage that he is, is going. She's going to set up on Venice Boardwalk. On the boardwalk, and, uh, it's very interesting, and uh, she's going to play like uh, an electric ukulele. And, ukulele, uh, yeah, ukulele, and uh, she's going to invite a lot of musicians. I hope you can do some of the days. Wow! And it's going to be a very interesting show. And she's, I, I, I'm working with her too. It's kind of a freak show there on the Venice boardwalk. Around. Yeah, yeah, it's going <laughs> to be, it's going to be awesome. Do you got to the streets like that in Sao Paulo? Uh, not that much. It's kind of yeah, freaky. Yeah, uh, but the boardwalk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For a long time too, yeah. the hippie days. It was a loose town. Yeah, yeah. like the uh, Jim Morrison lived there. He's painted on one of the buildings. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, by the beach. Uh, uh, Samira Winter with Donna. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Clar- uh, Clarina. Donna Clarinha. Yeah. yeah, she asked me too to play the song in Portuguese. It's pretty much like a dream pop and indie rock song, as you heard. Okay. And uh, her band is called Winter. His surname and his uh, her record is coming the next week through Lollipop Records. So yeah, she's very talented. She's living here in LA. The uh, another same way. expatriate. Yeah, okay. yeah, another expat. And then Dorival by uh, Amadam uh, Pedro Dom with uh, Tonho Coco Tonho Croco e Okla. Okla, yeah. Acronym, right? O C L A. Yeah, Pedro Dom is a very talented young musician from the south of Brazil, my homie, and uh, he has this amazing classical music background. But uh, he's playing a lot of hip hop mixed yeah. with jazz and uh, and blues and rock. And, and what's ton- uh, Tonho like? Some guys he hooked up with. Tonho Croco, it's a, it's a, it's 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 an Oli. It's a, it's a guy from from a, a band called Ultraman. Okay. It's very. It's it, it resembles a lot Red Hot Chili Peppers from the old times. Funky. Yeah, it's very interesting band, and uh, they just just came out of tour again, like after I don't know how many years, and he's 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 great. Yeah, Tony Croco is a legend down there. And then the Living Strange with uh, Galis Blue. Yeah, this millennial rock and roll band. This they're from LA. What does millennial mean? Oh, these young. Yeah, people. this like young people rock and roll. They, they are, I hear this word millennials. Yeah, <laughs> that means young people. Yeah. Oh, like the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, they're very young and talented. Okay, they're from okay. LA. One of the first band we hook up here, and uh, they're they're great. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, La Pachanga. With uh, Francesco El Hombre, the man. Yeah, they're uh, they're from. Changa, that who's that guy in Carlito, Carlito's way, Pacheco. Maybe it was Pacheco. We also have a uh, uh, there's an Indian tribe. They have a casino with his name. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of names like this, right? Okay. Yeah, the no, song, yeah. the song. But uh, Francesco, is that follow dude? Yeah, they they live in Campinas. Uh, they have oh, it's a whole band. Yeah, guy. yeah. They have Mexican, half Brazilian, but uh, they live like from a long time in in, in Brazil. They they recently did a, a, a small South American tour, and uh, they the first stop in Argentina, they got they got robbed. Jesus. They, yeah, they robbed everything, like the car, the gears, Stole. the food, the money, Stole, yeah. everything. So, Jesus. and uh, there's this the first gig. Uh, no, it was on the first, like second and third or something okay. like this. So, God damn. yeah, we made this 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 campaign online, uh, Save Francisco. 
yeah. to help him uh, help them to to get them home and uh, they are at home they're recording new stuff this okay. is a brand new song they just released it right and uh, they're supposed to release a new EP like in the coming weeks so yeah they're very talented they, they're probably gonna be here like I don't know if it is here but the, the next one because wow. yeah great they're very good yeah yeah I love it Francisco Elombre and then Vander Wonder Wilder Wonder Wilder Yeah, how do you guys how would you say Yeah, Wonder Wilder. Okay, cuz kind of German, right? Yeah. And then Requiem para uma uh, cidade. Cidade for the city? Yeah, yeah. Some kind of requiem for the city. Yeah, yeah. This folk punk rock guy. He's yeah. a punk rock legend in, in the south of Brazil. He's a homie too. Oh, from where you're from? Yeah, and uh, he had this band. Yeah, what's your name of your town? Your hometown? My hometown is Portão. It's Portão. Me, it means uh, big gate in English. Right. Okay. <laughs> But it's very close to Porto Alegre, which is the capital of the sure. Rio Grande do Sul state, right. where Vanderwijner lives. And, uh, he used to and then you went to Sao Paulo as a young man, right? Yeah, I lived in Sao Paulo for 13 years. I, my first day in Sao Paulo yeah. was September 11, oh. 2001. Kind of a weird day. Yeah. I started a tour on that day. <laughs> really? I did, and the gig was canceled. It was in the city, wow. San Francisco. Uh, finally, something you just gave me. Uh, Revolts. SB. Yeah, oh, you just say the letters? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, revolt at ZSP. Yeah. I thought it was one word I didn't know how to say it. Yeah. Revolts. Revolt SP. And part uh, two preludio. preludio. Yeah. Young Tell punk, me about these guys. Yeah, young punk rockers. They're, yeah. they're very talented. The, the drummer is only 14 years old. Damn. The best player is a girl, 16 yeah. years old. 16. And, these uh, are teenagers. Yeah. And uh, the guitar players are 18 and 19. I, I met them like three or, three or four years ago. Uh, I heard their demo and, and I saw a street show or something and then I... Street I, show? Yeah, I managed to... You mean to, in Sao Paulo people play on the street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, until the police... Until you know, the police stopped. Yeah, <laughs> took over the place. So what and, you use, and, like a generator? Yeah, small generators yeah. or we we talk to some stores to get some, some AC from them. Wow. You know? Yeah, it's... it's it's it's, it's yeah, small here real thing. The police would come yeah. very quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although... I remember here in Pedro, Raul did it down by the cliffs, but it was kind of a little more isolated, not like right on the street in the town. That's balls out. Yeah. Uh, let's hear some more music. All right. Stray letters 
Watch from Pedro Show. Uh, L. May took it on the mouth. New album, uh, Paris Forty Nine, brand new band with Ben uh, out of North of England. Uh, take the month off. Uh, Ava Mendoza, she's got a brand new album, uh, Quit Your Natural Ways, and finally from uh, Korea, Ginseng Power by Gigi Band. Uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, you know playing on the street and shit, and name the band. That's what they're doing here in the U.S. too. Uh, name is this a gig today that they're doing? Is that, is that on the on the street? Yeah, yeah. Is on wow. The yeah. Uh, <coughs> I wish there'd be more like stuff like that. It's kind of uh, I don't know, kind of provocative. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Put it right in people's it face. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's, uh, it's I didn't know there was really a scene. People. You know, I mean, Venice Boardwalk, like you're talking about, but the Promenade, and you said Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood Boulevard. Oh yeah, with the dudes dressed like Batman. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing, you know, like to play and have the Batman dance in front of you. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Okay, <laughs> at the end of the second hour, March seventh, Wonder Woman, <laughs> two thousand fifteen. Hold tight for hour three. March seventh, two thousand fifteen. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
El día 16 de marzo, cuando fue la toma de terreno, la una de la mañana, había una neblina espesa y esa fue la que lo favoreció mucho a nosotros. Porque nosotros íbamos a tomar los otros terrenos y eso estaba lleno de carabineros. Y después nosotros los fuimos a San Pablo. Eh, ese día nosotros sufrimos mucho porque después llegaban camiones, llegaban toda la gente en, eh, en, en carretela, en eh, carritos de, de, mano, de manos, toda la gente con su mochila, es decir, con sus cosas de comida. Eh, entonces esa noche nosotros lo fuimos hacia adentro, despasado el canal. Eh, y ese fue el accidente que tuvo esta señora de la guagua, porque ella, la señora me parece que estaba encinta, me parece. No, se había mejorado hace poco de guagua. Cuidado con los 
festejar la escoba. Soldados de la mañana dicen que dieron el dato. Mejor no caiga en mis manos el traidor es desgraciado. Mejor no caiga en mis manos el traidor es desgraciado. Mejor no caiga en mis manos el traidor es desgraciado. Compañero, calla la boca, cuidado con los pasos que pueden dejar la escoba. Cuidado con los pasos que pueden dejar la escoba. Una casa. Cállate. 
Watch for Pedro Show. Start off the third hour with uh, Mismatch from Name the Band. Uh, La Toma, 16 Marzo, 1967, from uh, Victor Hara. I think he was a Chile guy. You know about him? These cats turned me on to him in, in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. They were fronting their Chile guys and moved over there, and uh, it was during the rough times. And I think he got disappeared. No, no. In fact, they knew about, they know how many bullets are in him, like 23 or something. You know about this guy? No. They took him to a soccer stadium. A lot of people this happened. It was after yeah. uh, Allende. Uh huh. Yeah. Chile. Yeah, it's a bad scene. Yeah. Okay. Um, Las Memorias del Ovido by Familia Miranda. These are the cats. These were the uh, in Barcelona. We caught at their pad. Awesome. Uh, they have these uh, cultural, what would we call those? In England or something, they call them squats, like the unused buildings. And they start living in them. Oh, okay. And they do art. Is, is yeah, there a scene it, like that in Sao Paulo? Yeah, yes, there is. There is some kind of occupations in, in, yeah, in Sao Paulo that happen like in it, like, I don't know, in the last year, I guess. And uh, of course, uh, they are trying to to occupy, especially public buildings that are not occupied for a long time. For yeah. I don't know, there there's this building that that it's not been used for the last twenty years. But uh, still, uh, the the mayor, the governor, the police, they are trying to you know get people out of the buildings, yeah. or they're trying to negotiate a, a pacific way to. Yeah, in Europe, it seems there. like because I saw this when I first started touring over there in the early '80s. They make a deal. You keep the junkies out, and we'll give you power and water. Yeah, yeah, that's a good deal. That's what they need in Sao Paulo. They never have uh, here, though. Yeah, but uh, we're far to to get San Francisco. Paulo, there was yeah. these vats. I remember they tried something like that, but it don't wash here. But I see, I seen it. And in fact, I played places now in Europe that started off as these pads and yeah. then became very respectable, happening mm-hmm. pads, yeah. cultural centers, clubs. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I was really amazed by this stuff in Barcelona. You know, Spain, a very hard time. Catalonia, with uh, maybe Catalonia a little better, with unemployment. Yeah. I mean, you got more than half the young people with no jobs. Yeah. And, uh, it's tough. But the resilience with the, the artistic feeling, I was really impressed. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so, Familia, Miranda, good cats. Uh, Za with uh, Grasa La Verda, and... Um, Pantano Dalador, Betunizer, there's some Spain bands that sent me some music. And then finally, Fire Brothers, Devin Gary Ross. Uh, Gary uh, Panner used to do uh, Jimbo. I don't know if you know this comic from the old uh-huh. punk days. And then he got brought on board uh, from the Pee Wee Herman mm-hmm. show. <laughs> yeah, he did that. yeah, yeah. There's uh, a brother, I think he's teaching now. He's a good cat. Uh, so, so only a year ago, wow. So, like, when our scene was happening in the late 70s, it was still the military, right? Yeah. So things just came slower to Brazil. But kind of, you know, people are people. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, the, the only difference is, yeah, location and uh-huh. economies and stuff like that. But can you, do you, if I asked you, what was the first Brazilian punk band? That I ever heard? Yeah. Well, how would you answer? Uh, Is that a stupid question? Yeah, it's amazing, but one of the... Like, I could say Ramones, right? Yeah, I, I would say Replicantes. Replicantes. Uh, yeah, it's the, the Van der Vildner guy that you play. Uh, he was the... So, not South, was the, yeah, South. Yeah, South Brazil. It's yeah, like okay. the, the soft scene, because 
back on my my youngsters days, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was very very tough to to get a CD, very tough. So uh, we we used to have mixtapes for real, cassettes. like cassettes. So we, we called the radios, ask ask I don't know like thousand times the same song until we hear until we can record it and then we are multiplying the cassettes and then trading and exchanging with friends so it's pretty much like recording songs on tapes and then exchanging with friends and uh, that's how I guess we all got through this, the scene and the made a uh, scene in yeah, the network yeah, yeah in the okay. end of 90s mainly you know and Replicantes was the first, first punk rock band I guess I ever seen live and uh, and I heard like uh, like a song and uh, it, it's it's but they still it play it? a lot. Once in a while, there's there's not like there's not the same formation anymore. You know, they all go through to 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 different ways. But uh, yeah. yeah, they're 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 kind Sometimes of a they legend. Do a reunion yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. they're kind of a legend down there. Hippocrates. Hippocrates. You gotta hit me to some of their yeah, music. Yeah, I will. And also yeah. like Frankie Jorge and all and all this kind of. He goes way back. Yeah, all these guys that that used to play like in the late 90s they have this amazing like very rich sound and uh, it's 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 still it's a very strong scene in brazil the south of brazil scene okay but there's a lot of good scenes like in goiania in the northeast or that's what i Paulo heard and there's in some Rio. wild ass stuff in the northeast yeah here let's hear some more tunes okay
Uh, last of the music uh, for this edition uh, King Champion Sounds they're on a going to start tour soon Ghetto of Eden um, Maris Delago um, 
going to have an interview with the uh, bass man next week, uh, Captain Neil, Smoke Season. He got a brand new album. Uh, and uh, from Genoa, Italy, uh, Cartavetero with uh, Three Kids in the Woods. And finally, Lady Grace, name the band. What's Lady Grace? Lady Grace, it's an it's a interesting story because by the time you arrived here, we got a van, like, I don't know if you remember I asked you some yeah. like some advice on the, yeah, yeah, and I what, said what, what van we should like get here in, in California to tour and we got this van and uh, and we, we we are calling the van like Lady Van it's the name of the boat yeah okay <laughs> I just call mine the boat but it is like a person I mean it's the center of your touring universe and I just put new shocks on her oh yeah yeah t uh, 10 years I've had this baby Cool. And uh, yeah, there's something about the boat, man. The boat carries your guys, you know, yeah. keeps you safe, you gets gear. you to the next gig. Yeah, uh, sleep on it, you the whole deal. Yeah, I know. It's the center of the universe when you're on tour. Yeah. So that's Lady Grace is their boat. So, okay. Yeah, it's our lady. Would you end up? Would they get end up get? Okay. It's a Chevy. Chevy. Yeah. I don't remember. Like a 20 or 40? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's huge. And I remember then, one time, uh, Minuteman Black Flag tore together, and Billy's pop had a Chevy 20, and we blew it up. One tour. All 10 of us were in that thing, and was pulling a ta trailer, and it just could not uh, hang. Could not hang. And after the tour, it was, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rest in pieces. <laughs> yeah, our lovely uh, Yeah, and and it's, it, it's funny because... You know, the because, uh, line stopped. July... 14th was the last one. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, what was that? Seven months ago? Eight months ago? Yeah, no more. They got into this new thing called the Transit, what they've been uh, doing in Europe. It kind of looks like the Mercedes Sprinter type. Uh -huh. Yeah. So now the, the old vans are, are kind of 51 vintage. Years. vintage. <laughs> 51 years. Yeah. The, I think the kind of line started, no, 54 years. It started in 61. Oh, okay. First one, basically, it was a yeah. Falcon, and they just put a different body. They were copying the Volkswagen uh, minibuses. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was an original idea. Yeah, and, I mean, there's a cassette player. The, the radio doesn't work very well. Cassette the, player. The cassette player works a lot. In the old so. days, that's what we. You know, used. like a cassette player. Come on. Yeah, but for tour in the old days, because radio. Yeah, you know, yeah. Especially United States. Yeah. And, yeah. and now we have like this bunch of cassettes inside of it. Dude, I got about two thousand. Yeah, I don't know. We're buying like a lot of cassettes, and we are, we are going to release a, a cassette. But dudes are. Yeah, I was going to say, dudes are putting out cassettes. Yeah, yeah, we're going to release our own to 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 winner. So it's amazing. We're gonna be able to to hear our own song through a cassette in our van, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a trip. Yeah, because you're not from the days of just vinyl. Yeah, no. Like you said, it was hard to get a CD. Yeah, it was very hard. Yeah, but you didn't say a record. That shows your age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because in the old days, they would have said, yeah, it was hard to get a record out. No, it's hard to get a CD. Now yeah. CDs are old, right? Yeah. CDs uh, are vintage. Yeah, vintage. <laughs> if somebody... I ask everybody this on this show. Somebody wanted to ask you uh, for advice mm -hmm. in this racket, this music thing. What would you give them? Uh, go do it. Do it by yourself. You know? Yeah. Never give up. It's... it's. I heard it's like a long time ago and it's pretty much my mantra uh, for, I don't know, 15... Don't quit. 15 years, like... Keep pushing. Go do it. Don't don't wait for someone else don't to wait. do it for you, you know, like, go do it by yourself. 
you know, get it done. Yeah, get yeah. it done. Get Hashtag it done. get it done, millennials. Jonathan, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for being thanks on the so show. Thanks so much. It's an honor. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And you, you, you keep and on I love, pushing. Love, Pedro. Okay, <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> it's a March 7, 2015 edition of Waffle Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>